Hey guys, Trigger here. I'm here to talk to you about a company called Stain Metal 666 that's based out of Mexico. Um, they're really involved in the metal music scene. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I really do love listening to rock and metal music. Uh, been that way for a long time. I'm into a lot of bands. Uh, one of the bands I currently started listening to a lot is Ginger, and they've worked closely with them on promoting their shirts and their hats and everything they have to offer with this business. So I'm here to give them a shout out because I just ordered from them recently and they definitely have a positive message of loving music and loving metal music and staying together as a community through metal music. So definitely, definitely a good company to be a part of, and they're looking for support. Um, I'm going to link their Facebook page in the, in, the, in the podcast part of it, so y'all can definitely check them out. Uh, the link will be in the description, and uh, yeah, just give them a chance. Uh, Luis is a hard worker, and he'll work with you to get whatever product you need from them shipped worldwide. And uh, it's definitely worth the wait. They're amazing products. I am waiting to get mine in this week and I'll definitely be supporting and wearing it. So yeah, definitely check them out and uh, take it easy and stay metal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Russell Lost. Uh, it's been, uh, I know we were live last week, but it's been a while since we've gotten deep into all the shows. So that's what we're going to do today. But to get it going, here's Johnny. All right. Well, first, we want to congratulate uh, Ty Conti and, well, I guess now Ty Mello. And Sammy Guevara, who got married last week. That's my boy. There's there's uh, all kinds of pictures online of their their wedding with the head guests from a both AEW and WWE. In fact, uh, Nikki Cross was even one of Ty's uh, bridesmaids, and he, he, Cody Rose was even there. Mm-hmm. And if you look, if you look online, you can even find a gif of Tony Khan dancing. Damn right. <laughs> Go Tony. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations to them. Uh, they they make a good couple, and hopefully it'll be a, a long uh, life together. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I I can't remember. I don't know if we mentioned this or not, but last week we may have that uh, Sean Spears and Cassie Lee are expecting their first child. So also congratulations to them as well. Uh, over to 
to WWE. Yeah, it seems that after Clash of the Castle, we may be getting an, a, a draft, the first ever proper WWE draft under, under Triple H. Because um, uh, it's shown that uh, uh, SmackDown stars are scheduled to be on Raw that the week after, and Raw stars are scheduled to be on SmackDown. And also, it's been reported that several wrestlers are going to have uh, uh, their gimmick reset. So, you know, please bring back L.A. Knight and, and mm-hmm. uh, Dominic Dajakovic. Mm-hmm. Dominic more than likely is going to happen. Yeah, because I know they were thinking of repackaging him. That's that's the rumor that's going around. Yeah, L.A. Knight. I'm not so sure. Yeah, because I think they like the they like the maximum male models. But the thing, well, okay, so I guess maybe, yeah, okay, maybe maybe we don't we don't get Dio Madden back. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. All right, I'm going to get political here just for a minute. Uh, Because it's come out this week that WWE has gotten political. Even though Titus told us last month and that that promo that he cut the week that Vince retired that WWE doesn't get political or religious, uh, a photo has come out this week that was taken... <clears throat> by a staff member in December of 2020 uh, taped to a, a Kevin Dunn production truck mm-hmm. was a Trump 2020 flag. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's just was just worth pointing that out since they said they're not political, even though they have been. Of course, Trump is a WWE Hall of Famer and uh a close friend of, of Vince's. <sighs> well, and, and that that's all I'll say about that because we know where we know what direction Trump is going. But look, I'm just gonna say one thing about it because I saw the picture. Yeah. You can back whoever you want. All right. Everybody's got their own opinion, yeah. whatever. It, it, it doesn't bother me any. But you got to keep professional at your job. And just don't bring that shit there, man. It's a neutral place. Yeah. Right. If people aren't running around with Biden flags and shit like that all in WWE... Don't don't do the Trump shit there, even though he is a Hall of Famer and all that bullshit. Like, just don't. <laughs> you can believe who you want to believe in. You can follow who you want to follow. It doesn't hurt me any. But keep it out of the workplace, man. Yeah. Just like the whole argument with with uh, religion and schools. Yeah. Yeah, because not everybody believes in the same thing. Yeah. So just keep it baseline. That's it. 
Well, it, it came out this week that John Laurinaitis is officially gone from WWE. He was let go last week. In fact, uh, they said there was even an even uh, an, an internal termination list that had Laurinaitis' name on it, which also had Vince McMahon's name on it. So it makes you wonder, did Vince actually retire or was he actually let go from the company? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out later on that he was let go. Yeah. I mean, I I think you've done enough and they've found enough on you to where it would make sense if they would have let him go. I don't know if they let him go, but they definitely and Triple H convinced him to leave for the betterment of the company. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of the same thing, but it wasn't his idea to retire. They talked and told him, hey, you need to leave or they're going to, or it's going to be bad for the company. The company's the main thing, right? Probably what they told him. Something like that. Yeah. I could so see He that. was kind of let go, but he's, I don't think he was actually let go. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was I, I can believe him probably about his daughter and his son-in-law. Yeah. I could see Triple H and Steph telling him, look, this can go one of two ways. Either you retire and that's the story we put out. Or if you don't want to retire, we're going to have to let you go. And that's just going to look worse for you. So I think I, if that's the way they went about it, cool. Either way, he's gone. But, yeah, for Vince's sake, even though he doesn't deserve any special treatment, I guess that was an amicable way of going about it. Yeah, and, uh, and continuing with, with Vince, uh the uh, the uh, SEC has uh, revealed that that WWE has they're delaying their their Q two earnings uh, that they were due back on uh, on August 9th. Uh, but they uh, they've been giving a, an extension. They uh, they're still trying to sort things out with all the all the money that was paid out. Uh, it turns out the fourteen point six billion. Uh, Billion million, sorry, they don't even have that, have that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fourteen point six million wasn't uh, wasn't recorded as expenses, and this week they were they even found five million dollars more of payments that Vince gave in two thousand seven two thousand eight, which now now equal nineteen point six million. So as as time goes on, there's more more money out there that, that keeps uh, being uncovered. Yeah. This isn't going to be over for a very long time. Because I know I have a lot of people coming up and asking me, like, how is all of this going and why hasn't it gone to trial yet? Because like, they keep on finding shit. Yeah. Simple. As long as they keep on finding things, it, it's just going to delay it because they want to go in there and attack with everything they find. 
yeah, it's going to be a while. Like, and there's a lot to uncover. Yeah. I think the Texans uh, are going to go to trial. I think so. I, don't. I, I, I say I don't either because. <laughs> they will pay to settle out of court so they, just so they don't have to go to trial. <laughs> yeah. That, well, and that's why, he, that's why he made those payments in the first place. <laughs> Do you remember what we talked about whenever all of this barely came out? NXT, uh, not NXT. NXT. Tough enough, tough enough talent. <laughs> yes. Remember, we didn't say her name. Yeah. But we agree that it was the same person we were talking about. Uh-huh. That is the only way it's. I think it's going to go to court. In in that case, I think it would be a a, a criminal trial, not a, not yeah. a civil trial. Right now, it's so so far, it's all civil. Yeah. But if that's the route they have to go, if that's who we're talking about here, hey, whatever whatever kind of trial it is, as long as he goes, that's all that matters to me. And 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 her her name did come out in in the past uh, or recently as saying that she she was harassed by Vince on more than one occasion. Yeah. I I just think he needs to be punished for what he's done. Oh, yeah. And money, him paying all that money isn't punishment enough. That's just how I see it. And uh, uh, finally... We want to wish uh, good luck to uh, Chris Statlander. She's suffered another knee injury. This time it, it, was, it was the other other knee this time. So she's going to be out for, for a while again. Yeah, just when, I mean, I, I would say just when, but this character change she had, it caught our interest. I wanted to see where they were going to go with it, but now we're going to have to wait a while longer. And it's like I told you during the week, man, I'm worried now because these are both both her knees now. Yeah. She's going to have to have had surgery on. And she might come out fine. It might not give her any more issues. Or it might. Nobody knows. It all depends on how she rehabs and the work she puts in. So I hope I hope she's able to continue without any problems, but we'll see how that goes. I'm still worried. <laughs> You'll be running around with two knee braces like Stone Cold used to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm just worried, man, because we really like Statland. So I don't want to see a career cut short or anything like that. But if it has to because of this, as long as she's good with it, but it's gonna suck. Yeah, she she pooped Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew. Now, now two of the three have been pooped. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the news. Uh, 
I just have one more thing to add to it real quick since you talk uh since we talked clash at the at the castle. Oh, okay. Uh did you hear about Drew McIntyre? They no. they pulled him from the live events this weekend. Because uh-huh. they said he's dealing with a pretty serious back injury. Oh. That's so, not good. On him to just take it easy until Clash at the Castle. That's not good because we, we all know uh, uh, how Randy Orton's going. Yeah. That's that's why Randy Orton's not not going to wrestle till, probably till maybe the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, that's just something to keep our eyes on. At first, I wasn't too worried about it because they just said they pulled him from the weekend shows just so he could take it easy on his back. Yeah. But then a couple of hours later, they put out another tweet that said it was a pretty serious back injury. I mean, that 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 yeah, that is smart to, to let him rest. Uh, because um, Miro uh, told Rene Paquette recently that that he thought that once his this next contract with AEW is up, he was gonna stop wrestling. But he said that that he likes having to only having to wrestle at least, at least you know once a week at, at the least, uh, rather than the the grueling schedule that WWE used to have him on, and that. That he may, you know, he now he may continue wrestling after this contract, that which he just signed a new extension uh, to 2026. Yeah, uh, which, uh, but I, I, I also know that he he does desire to go back to WWE. So we may we may see see Rusev Day again one 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 day. Yeah, one day we will see Rusev Day again. And uh, some something when you mentioned Clash of the Cancel. As a castle, this got me thinking. Uh, WrestleMania tickets went on sale yesterday, uh, which is, I think, the earliest that they've ever gone on sale for the for the next year's WrestleMania. And they said uh, on commentary that it was the the most tickets they've sold for an opening day for Mania ever. And I wonder why. <sighs> I mean, look, it makes sense that this would be the most tickets they've ever sold on day one because of how the product is looking. Yeah. This is how good it is right now when Triple H is only two weeks in. Imagine what it's going to look like come Royal Rumble and the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, because I honestly, in, in two weeks, I wasn't expecting it to, to take this much of a turn that fast. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to see the returns we've seen. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting to see this much change so quick. Whenever they said, hey, it's going to be a gradual change, I was like, okay, understandable. You need some time to plan stuff out. But it's been it's been really good changes in a decent amount to where everybody is saying Triple H is attacking it. He's got pedal to the metal, you know? He's not letting up. 
and I hear there's more returns coming. Yeah. And that's not going to stop. So. Yeah, we we got the, the draft coming up. It's going to really shake things up. Yeah. I'm excited about the draft if, when it happens. I'm not going to say if because it's, it's more than likely going to happen now. Yeah. So if we're having a draft, that means it's going to separate the titles too. Yes, and then there's been a report that <laughs> there's been a report that Carrying uh, Cross is going to get one of those titles. I'm down for that. Yeah, if it's not going to be McIntyre for certain reasons, who knows? Maybe now with his reported back injury. You don't know how this is going to end up. Yeah, this might be something where they could just ride him, and Karrion Cross could just ride him off TV, and they, and he could repra- replace him in that match. Yeah, because as far as I know, they're just resting him for now. They did say there was no need for surgery, so that's good news. Yeah, but you never know. Yeah, so that was the last little bit I wanted to throw in there because it's one of the things I heard within the last hour or two. So, mm. yeah, news. yeah, it's a bit of breaking news there. So now that we've got our news out of the way, I want to go over to Johnny and get his moment for WWE this week. Okay, well, my mine comes from from Raw. And, you know, the difference between Triple H and Vince's creative styles, you know, Vince wants everybody, everyone on every show, everyone to have a segment on every show to where it, it just gets repetitive and you you pretty much run out of ideas pretty quick. And that's why you have all the rematches and and stuff like that. Triple H's approach is almost like a Tony Khan approach where not everybody's on TV every week. You know, some guys you, you let rest and and it's so and also so you can let other, other stories progress. And also his storytelling is very a lot more subtle to where you have to actually pay attention to what's going on on the show. When Vince was still in charge I could have Raw on, and it would just, for the most part, be background noise. You know, I could be playing a game on my phone or on my iPad or just doing something else while I have Raw on and only paying attention when when I hear, you know, someone come out or, or something happen in the match. But like I said, you have to pay attention with Triple H because we did have a few segments throughout the show that that all tied together at the end. So we start out with uh, Kevin Owens was cutting a promo backstage uh, after he had uh, he had pretty much decimated Ezekiel pretty much writing him off TV like I had said before. Uh, but in the background they must have been like near the near the parking garage or the or the parking lot. There was a 
crashed car in the background. And for some reason, Nikki, ASH, and Dewdrop were, were there watching. Uh, <laughs> and then, then uh, another segment where uh, Oscar and Alexa were, were uh, cutting a promo about their match next week with Nikki and Dewdrop in the women's tournament. Uh, and then Bailey and, and, and her team came up and they started talking. But in the background of that scene, there was a tow truck that was taking the car away. Then we fast forward to the end end of the show after a, a no DQ match between The Miz and and uh, AJ Styles. When you know when AJ Styles is getting his hand raised at the end, uh, it cuts to the crowd. You see that you see police escorting someone out. AJ kind of looks over there, but doesn't really pay much attention to it. And and the only reason I I knew who who they were taking away is because you could hear just hear Byron barely say is that Dexter Loomis. <laughs> so yes, so uh, we've had another returning star that was released Dexter Loomis is now on Raw and yeah. I, I, I like it um, I, I mean I'm interesting, interested in seeing where they're going to take him it looks like to me it looks like his character is not going to change from what it was in NXT at least before all the the wedding stuff and they, you know married to Indy Hartwell and all that the more the 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 psychotic the serial serial killer Dexter Loomis mm-hmm. character. Yeah, I I like that he was there, man. I I like how they played it off too, because I know the following day when we were at work, we obviously talked about it. Yeah. Um, I said I was a little confused as to how they did the camera work. Because it was the wide shot, you know? Yeah. But the more the more the days went by, the more I was okay with it. Because this is a different WWE. So it's gonna have, it's gonna look different. They wanna move away from what it used to be. So to play it off as a mystery and like they didn't know what was going on. Yeah. That's that's really good shit, man. Yeah, because the the, uh, the promos that were being cut in the parking lot, you know, the wrestlers or the interviewers, they never paid attention to what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah. This is a trick. Triple H has been using in NXT forever. Yeah. He did this in NXT forever. And a lot of times since he came up, Dexter's lurking in the background watching the interviewer. They don't even know he's there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I never thought I would say seeing someone on TV being a creeper was cool, but this is cool. Wasn't that the fiend? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's a bit different, though. Hey, but eventually, if things go as planned and 
as what we're hearing, Dexter versus Bray Wyatt or The Fiend, I'm down. And we may even we even get eventually get a Wyatt family reunion. Yeah. Because I know I know Eric Redbeard teased on Twitter going back and and I know they're talking about getting getting Bray and Braun back. So yeah. Good yeah. happen. I I just I just want something to happen already. I've been waiting for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, pretty good shit. The way they they're pulling it off and going back to the old school attitude era ways of having to pay attention because you can't just have it in the background, like you said. Because I used to do the same thing. I used to have it in the background and just be either playing a game or half paying attention. And when I heard something interesting happening, I'd look up. But then I would see how uninteresting that thing would be and just go back to my game. So, yeah, I like that they're doing it this way. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment of WWE for the week. I'm going to go with an actual match. <laughs> I was going to go the way Johnny did, but he took it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Champa versus Lashley. Okay. It's a good match. Champa really didn't need to win. He just needed to show that he could hang with the elite talent, the top yeah. echelon talent, and he did. And we still set up, still have it for for now, Lashley versus Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> if they're even going to do that anymore this year. We'll see. I'm I yeah. don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it showcased Champa, and it didn't make him look bad losing to Lashley because Lashley's one of the top guys. Yeah, Lashley's over right now. Yeah. And they, they put on a good match. <laughs> and from what I'm hearing, uh, he's he'll get he's going to be getting the, the Tommaso back in his name soon. Yeah, I'm going to go back to his old song, Blackheart. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, I heard a lot of people are going to be getting their names back. So that's a good thing. Uh, Tommaso, if if he does get his name, I could see him getting his old music back, which would be fucking awesome. Uh, Separating himself from The Miz would definitely be a good thing. It's it's like we've talked about throughout the week. You can't just drop storylines. Even though it is something that started off when yeah. Vince was in, you still need to finish those. You yeah, can't you gotta, those things. You gotta find your way out of out of those. Yeah. Which is why NXT is still crap right now. Even sorry, Shawn Michaels. But you know, I think he's still. They're still trying to tie up some loose ends over there. Yeah, they're they're dealing with the aftermath of the situation. <laughs> yeah, and I, unfortunately, NXT. I mean, both were damaged products, main roster and NXT, but NXT has a bigger ladder to climb. 
But you know what? I, I also did notice something on commentary this week. When they mentioned NXT, they didn't. They just called it NXT. They didn't call it NXT 2.0. I don't know if y'all caught that. So, I think I did. <laughs> so maybe we might see a return to the black and gold eventually. Yeah, I, I mean that would be the perfect thing to do. Yeah, it's just once you tie up these storylines. Go go back to black and gold. Have one of those deals where where somebody, you know, gets pissed off and starts destroying everything, you know? Just don't let it be like a retribution style group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make it more like a like a like a Nexus. Yeah. Yeah. Something needs to be done, something that gets everybody's attention back on NXT. And yeah, man, if they go crazy and just like destroy everything, that's one way of doing it. Because you know, as soon as people hear it, they're going to be like, oh, we need to check out what they actually did. Yeah. And uh, from from what I'm hearing, uh, in a, there's only. There may only be one NXT pretty soon, because uh, uh, the uh, NXT UK had their ta- their tapings canceled, and apparently there's no future tapings scheduled in in the UK. They say there might be some tapings scheduled for NXT UK in in the Performance Center, but we may might just see the last of NXT UK. Mm-hmm. It, it was a bit much. Yeah. So people actually watched NXT UK? Not many. I, I, I think I watched a couple of episodes, but I, I wasn't very interested. And, I watched and, a couple of their pay-per-views, and that's about it. And, and it, did, it did ruin the, the UK wrestling scene because there were like maybe six or seven different promotions when, when NXT started taking a lot of their talent. Causing a lot of the companies to shut down, which you only right now you only have like Rev, Rev Pro and uh, Progress and one other one. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something I don't think they should have ever done. I think they should have just stuck to NXT and that's it. Yeah, if they never done that, we wouldn't have a watch or Pete done. True. <laughs> I'm not. And from what I'm hearing, uh, the 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 Coffee Brothers are, are on, on their way to NXT. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying there wasn't some good stuff that came out of it because obviously there was, but I don't know if it was enough to justify what they did. I'm just glad. They didn't, I mean, who knows how it would have ended up, but I know there was talk of doing NXT Mexico. Yes. I'm just glad they didn't go through with it. And and the reason they didn't go through with it, because they couldn't get NXT Japan off the ground because uh, they wanted to, like, I think they wanted to buy out Noah and, and, DDT and stardom and they they said no they they stood up to WWE say no we're not doing that yeah 
and the the lucha libre scene in Mexico is so strong, and yeah. the bond is so strong between their wrestlers and the companies that I don't think it would have worked either. Whoever they tried to get, they probably, out of respect, wouldn't have left the companies therein. Yeah, I just don't, as awesome as NXT Mexico would have been, it, it probably wouldn't have gotten off the ground either. No. It depends on who would have been running it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, fuck, if you would have had like Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I was thinking that. The res- they have enough respect for Ray that some people would have came over. But yeah, man, that's just a weird situation now that it didn't happen. <laughs> Who knows how it would have ended up, but I mean, it, it would have probably been a lot better than UK. So, yeah, we'll never know. So, yeah, man, that was that was some pretty good shit for WWE as well. So, what was your moment? My moment? It's one that we talked about today. It happened on SmackDown. Yeah. The whole Liv Morgan, Shayna Baszler contract signing. I think this is a good move because Shayna Baszler is a bad bitch. We know she can fuck some people up. And even though she hasn't been built up as great on the main roster as she should have been, they're going to start doing better now with all of that. And this is just going to bring more credibility to Liv Morgan as well. Ever since the way the SummerSlam match ended, she's been getting booed a lot more which I don't think is right. But this is going to help both of them out. More Liv Morgan than Shayna, because Shayna is good enough to where they don't need to do much damage control there. But with Liv, they do. And, you know, throwing Ronda in the mix, her coming out of the audience and saying, I know know what I did. And I know I owe a fine, so here's the money. Let me fight. That was pretty badass. Yeah. Must be nice to walk around with sacks of money. (laughs) Yeah. I walk around with sacks of pennies and shit, but... I can do that. (laughs) Yeah. We can all do that, but we ain't got sacks of cash and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I just think this is going to help Liv and Shayna and... Rhonda as well, because her little face-to-face with Shayna Baszler, that when she told her, you used to be a killer. Yeah. You know Shayna's not going to take that right. So, yeah, Fredo, I see you in the chat. You do have... You did say what I was going to lead up to. I think they are teasing a Rhonda versus Shayna match. And we all know Rhonda can fight, because she used to be in UFC. We know Shayna can fight. She's proven that. Yeah. So that's one of those matches where you just have to put trust in them. 
and let them go a little bit towards the more extreme side of things. That's what we do. And I think there's also enough respect there that once they're done with that match, they they could easily just become a team. Yeah. Yeah. They could easily be a tag team and play both sides. They could have singles matches as well as tag matches. It could vary throughout the weeks. Like yeah. all of this is possible. And they could even win win the women's tag titles down the road and make that a legitimate uh, title. Yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff is up in the air right now, but all of the possibilities that are there are fucking amazing possibilities. And we're just excited for it. Uh, one thing we didn't discuss, I think we should bring up, was because every show that Triple H has, has had, he's had some return. We had uh, EO Sky and Dakota Kai, and we had, we've had Dexter Loomis this week. We had Karrion Cross this week on SmackDown. We had Hit Row make the return, minus Swerve, obviously. But yeah. yeah, they they came no back. Was that what? No swerve. Well, you can't get him. <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of busy right now. <laughs> he's what half of the AEW Tag Champions. He's just a little bit busy at the moment. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> he couldn't make it this week or this year, or, or maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe 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 another four years. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but they came back the the same the same characters that they were poor, and uh, uh, I I like it. Triple H, he's giving all these wrestlers that Vince didn't like a second chance. You know, just look what he he's done. The carrying cross, he uh, already carrying is listed as the second second heel on SmackDown after Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, he's just riding Vince's wrongs. Yes. Unfortunately, he was put in that situation, but him being a wrestler from the Attitude Era and proven that he can handle business and do things right, like he did it at NXT, yeah, this this was the right person for the job. And it's just going to keep on getting better and better from here. So, Yeah. A lot of us are looking forward to a lot of the shit they're putting out there. And I also believe what Fredo said, that once the new tag champs are crowned, that's definitely when Naomi and Sasha come back. Yeah, I think so. I think that they'll they'll come back and they'll say, you know, they'll say, well, we never officially lost the titles. You know, maybe, maybe they'll reference walking out of the company. You know, we'll see, but yeah, I think that they they'll come back. Yeah. And, and in fact, I I know Triple H is actually trying to, trying to get them to come back. Yeah. And in I, fact, here here's a clue that I know they'll be back because last uh, the the other night on Thursday when they had the WrestleMania kickoff party in in LA, Snoop Dogg was there. <laughs> Snoop, Snoop Dogg is is IRL. 
Gotcha. Oh, speaking of, oh, and just, just in time, the dog stopped barking. <laughs> every time. One time podcast, they start. Can't say. Uh, so every time you say Snoop Dogg, they start, start barking? Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen from now on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So yes, Snoop Dogg was there. So, so that could be a clue that that they're coming. They're on the way back because why would they invite invite Snoop if uh, I mean I I don't think Snoop would be very happy with them if they if they had let Sasha go. Yeah, because obviously you know they're family, so they're they always they seem real close from what we have seen. So yeah, yeah, he he took her he took her to to her uh, WrestleMania 24 where that where she decided that that's what she wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. So I just think they're close enough to where if things weren't okay with her and WWE, he wouldn't have shown up out of respect for her. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's definitely something that's going to happen. So you just have to wait and see. As soon as this tournament wraps up, they'll probably come back. So, yeah, man, lots, lots of improving going on with WWE and their weekly shows. So I'm it's going to get even better as the week's going. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely to the point where I'm watching again every single week. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to pose this question real quick since Fredo put it in the chat. What other returns can you see coming? Oh, I mean, like the ones we've already mentioned, Bray and Braun and maybe Eric Rowan, uh, Johnny Gargano and Candice, of course. Yeah. I saw some things on Twitter, some comments that Adam Cole made. Mm-hmm. said he'll always have respect for Triple H because of what he did for him <clears throat> and Peter Dare. They wouldn't be in the position they're in right now if it wasn't for Triple H. So yeah. eventually, Adam Cole, undisputed era as a whole, I think eventually we see Undisputed Era back in WWE. Yeah. They're all eventually going to come back, I think. Andrew, any thoughts on who you would see come back? Other than the ones we've already mentioned. You took them off. (laughs) In fact, I even heard, you know what? Kenny Omega's contract is up next year. And that was actually a he almost signed with WWE before AEW. He was in that group with the Young Bucks and Cody and Hangman. Yeah. I could see Kenny Omega at WWE. I could see that. that That's a big if, but Triple H has that respect. Yeah. That he could make it happen. And I know... AJ Styles made some comments throughout the week where he said he'd love to reunite with the Young Bucks. So, Young Bucks? Bring the Young Bucks over. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. I mean, that's 
their type of character would fit well in WWE. I mean, now you're talking about all the guys that created AEW going to WWE. <laughs> Fuck, dude, anything. I don't see all that happening. I just see more of a forbidden door being crossed that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And the last one I'm going to throw out there just because of how things went and of where she is right now, Paige. If she truly is better with all her issues and wants to make a comeback, look, man, we're under different management here. Things are looking up. You're going to be treated well and respected. So come on back. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a a whole lot of people we could name, but those are just the ones that we could think of at the moment. So we're going to have to come up with a more organized list, but I think that would be a good start. So we'll just have to wait on seeing on who comes back or not. So now that we've gone through our moments for WWE, I'm going to go back to Johnny and get his moment for Dynamite. All right. Sorry, I took us off off camera there for a second. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, starting this week, you know, WWE, they have their women's tag title tournament going on right now. This week on Dynamite, they're going to start the trios tag tournament. And I, I, I like I, I like some of the some of the matchups they got going on. Uh, they got well, they got the best friends uh, versus a team called the Trustbusters, which include uh, Arya Davari, uh, Harland, or Parker Boudreaux, and some other guy. I, I can't think of his name. But you got other better matches than that. You, Slim G, I think it was. One of Slim G or Slim something? G, Slim G, yes. <laughs> Whoever that is. Uh, you got... What's he got? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you call him Slim. <laughs> One match I'm looking forward to is hold on. Sorry, I got distracted. Something just popped up on my screen. Okay, uh, you got uh, Death Triangle versus Aussie Open and Will Osprey. That that that's gonna happen next uh, Wednesday on the 24th after uh, Will gets finished with the G1 this week. This is the, the last week of that. Uh, we got also have the uh, the Dark Order versus Black um, like Blackpool House of Black. <laughs> <laughs> and then we and then we have uh, La Faction Ingobernale, uh, Rouge, Dragon Lee, and Andrade against uh, the Young Bucks and a mystery partner. Now, on this episode, the Young Bucks, they were trying to get Hangman to go along with them. You know, they apologized, Sam, about, well, you know, we didn't we didn't support you when you won the, when you beat Kenny for the title, and you know, we, we want to go back to the old days of the 
the Hung Bucks when we first started AEW, you know, and you know they apologized, and you know, ha- you know, Hangman accepted their apology, but he said he that he they should they should get get someone else to to team with them, someone that that uh, has been with them for or has 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 had their back for a long time. But Hangman said that he needs to he needs to back up the uh, Dark Order. You know he he's staying out of the tournament because he he wants to support support Dark Order, and, and he'll be in their corner in in their match. So that makes you wonder who's going to be their partner, even even though. Even though Brandon Cutler said, "Hey, maybe he hanging was talking about me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up, Brandon. No. Shut right. up, Brandon. Shut up, Landon. <laughs> so. <gonna> be <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> I was thinking of another KO. <laughs> that that KO had a chance to come to AEW last year. Yeah. Oh. But no, yeah, a lot of people are saying that next week we're going to get a, a returning Kenny Omega, which would surprise everyone because we a lot of people weren't expecting to come back to at least all out. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, that's only a month away, isn't it? That's all. When is all out? In uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, yeah, uh, month Two, three weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. I, it could be Kenny. It's probably who it's going to be. Yeah, I couldn't think of who else. I mean, the only other person I could think of, this would be kind of a big if because we haven't seen him in a very long time. MJF. Uh, I, you know what? I'm out of that. Only other person I could think of, Jay White. Yeah. Um, could be. I mean, hey, you're getting, well, no, no, it can't be Jay White because he's leading Block B in, in the G1 and the finals aren't, aren't, um, actually, that's, that's the day of the, uh, where they're going to have the semifinal matches. So yeah, it's not going to be him. Yeah, uh, I mean it's probably going to be Kenny Omega, but the only other person I could think of is MJF. Nobody would be expecting it. No, and it would be a character change for MJF because he's he's never he's never interacted with the Young Bucks. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you just do a little something different with MJF. And have them come in and team with the Bucks. That could be a very good team. So, yeah. hell yeah, I could see MJF doing that if I had to make another choice. So, well, would he? Much as he hates Tony right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, money talks, bro. He's down for the money, so yeah, I, it could happen. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment for Dynamite. 
we have to go with the kickoff match. The coffin match between Darby and Brody. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on that match. First they fought everywhere, then you had Malachi and Matthews come out to help Brody King. Then they then Matthews opens the coffin and Sting's in there with the bat. <laughs> He's out the yeah. coffin. <laughs> and and he throws it to Malachi and Malachi doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I like actually Darby gets the win by choking out Malachi with his I mean Brody King with his own chain, so Yeah, yeah, and Brody King just fell into the coffin. Yeah. I like that did you did you notice Sting's eye? Yeah. Yeah, where he got the miss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we. I would think. I would like to think we all know where that's going. But is it going to affect Sting the way it affects everybody else? I don't know, man. Are are we going to see the return of uh, of Crow Sting? That would be an interesting turn of events. Yeah. If he doesn't necessarily go with House of Black, it just turns him back into who he used to be. Yeah, I would be down for that. Did you want to go back to the half face paint thing? It could be many different things. Uh, he, could even, he could even dye his hair blonde and go back to the original yeah, thing. That's what I'm talking about. That far back. Yeah, it, it's like oh, we're going back to the thing that NWO. Go back to clean cuts thing. Yeah, are we going to go back to the thing that brought NWO? He's going to start going <laughs> in reverse, and we're just going to go back to every single thing we've seen. Yes, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be like a like a DLC on, on WWE 2K. Yeah, <laughs> what thing are we getting this week? Yeah. <laughs> That would be the thing. Yeah, man. Who knows? I don't know where that is going, but I did notice the eye. So. So. Interesting. Malachi going to fight it all out. I think they're sitting. See that, that that's interesting because uh, there's a lots of possibilities there. You could have Sting versus Malachi. You could have a, a, a Sting and Darby versus versus Brody King and and Malachi, or you could even have. Miro, Sting, and Darby versus versus uh, House of Black, because because uh, we yeah. saw Buddy Buddy Matthews is back too. Yeah, yeah, man. Anything. There's a lot of different shit that can happen here. But yeah, man, that match. Darby getting thrown around like he always does, but then at the end, him getting the win because of using his chain against him and hanging him on the t- outside of the ropes like Brody King did to him. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That was done perfectly. And Darby Allen was 3-0 and in coffin matches. Yeah, yeah, he has to be, bro. That's his match. He's he's <laughs> the the Undertaker of AEW when it comes to coffin match. Yeah, 
This is the new streak. (laughs) (laughs) But I I also do like, I like uh, Miro's line when he he told Julia, he said, he said, there's only one one woman that can touch the Redeemer and and you're not her. her. (laughs) Yeah. They need to bring Lana already. CJ. CJ, yes. I think they've made so many references to it that it needs to happen. Yeah. But it's been a very long time since they've made that reference. And But now that Triple H is in charge, are we going to see Lana return? That's one of the names I heard that yeah. he might be working towards. So uh, it, it's it's a bidding war. Yeah, yeah, it is really bidding war, dude. <laughs> it's who's gonna throw the most money at you, and where do you want to go? Yeah. So, if if I was her, I, I I would go I would go where Miro is. Yeah. It it would just be easier that way, but because it's probably. A difficult way of having a relationship, especially if you're married, working for different companies. But it, it can happen; they can do it. But I'm just yeah. saying this would be easier. Yeah, because um, I mean, because in a wrestling in AEW, you actually you have more time off. Yeah. And wrestling for WWE, you don't have as much time off as you do with AEW. Well, but and that's another thing with Triple H in charge. Are is he going to lighten up the schedule? Or is he going to put on less house shows? Which I think I, is they should do. I don't mind the house shows. I just don't think they should happen every weekend. But for the yeah, for the sake of the wrestlers' health, you know. Yeah, yeah. because injuries have happened and will continue to happen if you push them this hard. In fact, uh, Paige had had her, her career in the ending injury at a house show. Yeah. So if I was Triple H, I would go one week on, one week off. Yeah. House shows. Or maybe even one week on, two weeks off. I wouldn't do any. You wouldn't do any? Well, I mean, seems to work for AEW. Yeah, I just think there's a better way of doing it, and they just need to figure what that better way is. But they but, can also do like AEW, like bring back like two or five live or something like that. But I record that when they do the other shows, like AEW does. And I could understand NXT being on the road, doing house shows because that you know they're developmental, and so you need you know the wrestler need need matches off camera to to perfect their skills but still be in front of that crowd you know yeah yeah i i have seen and i'm pretty sure y'all have seen some as well some awesome fan caught videos of funny things that happen during house shows Hmm. so that that's just a more relaxed show to go have fun at yeah, uh, I, the the last house show I went to was in 2017, and yeah, it was it was it was actually fun. Uh, it was this was back when the 
when uh, when you still have the golden truth <laughs> <laughs> and uh and Brock Lesnar squashed the big show. And that's a hell of a squash match. Yeah. Yeah, but what I meant by having fun with it, the weekly televised shows, as fun as they are, it's business as usual for everybody. So I think when they go to a house show, it's a more relaxed atmosphere for everybody. Yes. Stars, people backstage, everybody can take it a little bit more relaxed. So I can see where they benefit from it. Yeah, because how shows you don't have all the production that that a televised show has. You have maybe you have one ring of lights over the ring. You don't have commentators. You know, maybe you might have like a like at the the house show I went to. Byron was the host. And that was it. You didn't have any other commentators, or you know, you you only had like maybe one camera. That yeah. was it. Yeah, I just saw a video early this morning at a recent house show where Roman Wayne Roman Reigns was going back and forth with like a ten year old because the ten year old was booing Roman Reigns, <laughs> and. You know, moments like that, it's just fun. Yeah. Fun for Roman, fun for the kid. Like, I I sent you all the video of Dolph Ziggler. He's not technically kidnapping the kid, okay? Yeah. That's what they named the video. But it, it was after his match on Raw, during the commercial break as he was walking up the ramp, uh-huh. Yeah. He saw the little kid and the mom was like, here, just please carry my kid, probably. That was one of those fun situations. Yeah, and, like take take a selfie. <laughs> yeah. So he rolled with it and he started walking to the back with the kid. Yeah. And, and the ref was like, Dolph, you can't take the kid with you. Does <laughs> this like oh man face and goes to give the kid back. So <laughs> I mean, they gotta have fun as well. Yeah, and, and they, they do it on main roster shows. I'm sure they do it a lot more during house shows. So I see the benefit of house shows, but yeah, for the sake of saving injuries and stuff like that, I wouldn't do as many house shows. Let's say one week, one weekend a month. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll be fine <laughs> with that. yeah, but either either way, they're having fun with it. Just. Let's stay away from injuries, please. Um, yeah, uh, Fredo leading up to my moment. Punk. I was gonna say, where are we? <laughs> yeah, that was Andrew's moment, and we just kind of spiraled a little out of control. <laughs> That's fine, we do that yeah. all year. Yeah, we take all right. Uh, yeah, Punk versus Mox. So it was John Moxley versus Chris Jericho, Lionheart. Chris Jericho. Yeah. Which was badass. <laughs> he had to come out as Lionheart, man. That's what Moxley wanted. Yeah. Well, we didn't get to hear Judas, damn it. <laughs> We're going to get plenty of Judas. Don't worry about yeah. it. Wow. Somebody Fine. could take that out of context if they wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. 
Moxley versus Jericho was a very good match. Uh, the spot of Jericho ripping Moxley's earring out. Oh. Hey. <laughs> this this has been done in WWE as well. Yeah. Difference here is in WWE, you could tell that they put a fake earring there. Like it doesn't actually go inside of the ear. But if you look closely, whenever Jericho was holding up the earring, it has the part that goes inside the ear. But it didn't actually go in the ear. We don't know. I was going to say, or was it like a clip-on? No, no, it wasn't a clip-on. WWE uses the clip-ons. No, it wasn't a clip-on. I bet it probably just didn't have a back on it. be my guess. <laughs> I could see this still going wrong, though. Like, <laughs> oh, no, it probably still could. But I bet they just didn't put a back on it. And... Yeah, but it, it definitely was an actual earring, so. Probably done the safest way possible, but there was still a chance there where it could go wrong. But yeah, man, they put up a hell of a match. Jericho pulling out all the old school favorites since he was Lionheart. But once the match ended, we get the usual group coming out to help Jericho. And out comes CM Punk. Yeah. I was not expecting him to be. Yeah, another person we weren't expecting back so soon. Yeah. Look, man, we know you've been gone for a little bit, and you probably had a little bit of time to recover, but you did have foot surgery. Maybe don't, like, step up onto the ropes just quite yet. I'm just afraid. I don't want him to get hurt again on the lead-up to this match. Because it's going to be a badass match. I would even go as far as to say that this is the biggest match in Moxley's career. I don't know if y'all would agree with me, but that's just where my mind is at. Yeah, maybe his biggest match in AEW. And... We're going to have to get a very vicious CM Punk. I know when he came back, obviously, ring rust because he'd been away for seven or so years. But he's been getting better, more cleaner with his moves. He's back in full force CM Punk. But this is going to have to be a different level for CM Punk to come to. Because Mox has no give. He will bleed every single match. He will kill himself every single match. Pretty sure he goes to his hotel room, doesn't even shower. He just lays there in the puddle of his own blood and falls asleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I see happening after every single one of Moxley's matches. So, yeah, man. I'm just happy to see CM Punk back. Uh, The promos that are going to be cut between them two leading up to this match are going to be on a different level. Everything is there for this to be an epic build and an epic match. So 
Yeah, I can't wait, man. September needs to hurry up and get here. I am ready for this match to happen. So, yeah, CM Punk coming out. That whole Moxley Jericho match was great. Yeah, I had to go with that for me this week. So, now that we've gone through our moments of dynamite, we're just going to go ahead and do a quick moment for Rampage. See. See what we like, because I know there was a couple of things there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what I liked was the opening. Uh, Brian Danielson uh, was in the ring with Shivani. He he cut a promo. Uh, 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 Danielson was, um, you know, pretty much, you know, saying that, he, you know, he... he you know he likes wrestling, and even though he he keeps getting injured, he he's he's always going to come back. And then uh, Daniel Garcia comes out and uh, tells uh, Danielson that uh, you know once once he's done with him next week because because he's been a fan of da- uh, Danielson's for years, but you know he he retired, he came back, and he retired, and he came back. That you know, Daniel Garcia said, "Well, that that hurts me, and when someone hurts me, it makes me want to hurt them." And Daniel Garcia was saying, "One because next this Wednesday they're having a two out of three falls match." He said, "Once once I'm I'm done with you, y'all can call me the the best technical sports entertainer." Mm-hmm. And and Danielson starts talking about how. And he brought up when we were we were saying when they first came up with Blackpool Combat Club that Daniel Garcia was one of the ones that that Danielson mentioned because Danielson saw him wrestle a sixty minute match on, on the Indies when he was twenty one in front of in front of two hundred and fifty people, and so he asked him the question, "Do you want to be the the best technical sports entertainer or the?" technical wrestler and this is what I like about the Blackpool Combat Club not only wrestlers who who enjoy wrestling and are good at wrestling but and and to use the line that they use to describe Triple H they're cerebral they they put not only can they play mind games with, with you but they can also get into your head to where you're thinking a different way. And I think this this is the beginning of Daniel Garcia leaning towards the Blackpool Combat Club and eventually leaving the JAS. Yeah. Yeah, I think eventually that's what's going to happen. We're, we're on the same thought process on that. I just think Daniel Garcia has a very unique look to him. Yeah. And being mentored by Moxley, Danielson, Yuta even, because William Regal. Yeah. And Regal. I was gonna I was gonna get there. Save the best <laughs> for last, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just that group can really help Daniel Garcia. So, 
Yeah, man. I, I'm, I see a lot of potential in him. I like the way he handles himself on the mic. And he's a very good wrestler. It can hang in there. So, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. And I hope he does end up leaving Jericho Appreciation Society and going to Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, man. That was some very good shit there by Danielson and Garcia. So, now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment for Rampage. It would have to be Beardhausen. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, Red, Eric Redbeard and Danhausen take on the Gun Club. And the Gun Club won, but only with the assist of Papa. So, Papa Gun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I still don't know where this is going with, with that. As far as... Billy wanted to toughen up his kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he got him in a match with the with the the, Holly, uh, the Hollywood the Marcy Blunts next next Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Which I think I think actually is no no offense to them, but I think it's a step down from Beardhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I I could the only way I would because okay let me say this. This has been going on for quite a while. Yeah. So I think they have something. Tony has something in his mind as to how he wants this to pay off. And the only way I could see this paying off for me is if eventually Billy Gunn is like, look, y'all are losing. Y'all need to get serious and take opponents seriously. I'm going to whip you guys into shape. And the only way I can do that is by having a match. So I think they have, obviously, two singles matches versus both his sons. And I, I don't know, man. I don't know what the end game is, but... I think eventually Billy steps in the ring and he has to go up against them. That's just how I see the build and where this could go. Because it's a question mark. I don't know where this is going. But this is just what I would have happen. Billy takes him up on the handicap match. <laughs> that could happen as well. And I just, I just think they need to get a better showing. And what better way to do it than to have matches against your dad? Yeah. So yeah, I think just when the boys the way, finally come together to beat Dan. <laughs> yeah, just the way Billy's acting towards them and him needing them to take this seriously and actually get some wins. I think this is what needs to happen. Is this where you, you get the road dog come in and team with Billy Gunn against his sons? New Age Outlaws versus the Ass Boys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, yeah. Yeah, look, Triple H. But it's like I said, there needs to be a respect there between the companies. 
because y'all are both trying to get this the same goal. So we all know Tony Khan this week came out and said that he appreciates what Triple H is doing for putting WWE on his back and starting to turn it around. So, yeah, man, the respect has to be there. And if Triple H is the person I think he is, let Road Dog do his thing. Let him come over one time for a month, however long they would need him. Well, to. I mean, technically, technically, he's still a free agent right now. So, yeah, not even under WWE control right now. Yeah, but as a friend, you know, because you know they're the best of friends. All yeah. of them are. So yeah, man, I would just encourage it. They're the original best friends. The original people what they want. Yeah, yeah, man. I just that's there's a lot that could happen there, even though people aren't thinking it. Because I know some people are down on the ass boys, like they don't know where this is going. But there's potential there for a lot of good stuff to happen. So we're just gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, um, my moment was going to be Beardhausen as well. But I'm I'm just Parker Bordreau. Parker Bordreau? Yeah. Harlan. Yeah, well, slave <laughs> name. Old slave name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just happy that Tony came on after the show and said he is all elite so he's officially signed to AEW that dude is huge Brock Lesnar 2.0 over there and now it, it appears that Sonny Kiss has joined the Trustbusters because she, she, she came out and she because the main event was Davari against Orange Cassidy and and after the match Sonny Kiss came out appearing to help best friends but she she turned on them yeah yeah man just happy for parker interested to see what sunny kiss does because yeah, it's good to see that that she's getting tv time yeah because a lot of people have been calling to see her on tv more so yeah here she is getting thrown in there and seeing what she does so it's a good place for all. Also, next Friday on Rampage, Hook is going to take on Jay Wow's husband. <laughs> I, I still can't believe that shit. <laughs> Whenever you told me earlier today, yeah. I was like, how? Well, I'm like getting flashbacks of Snooki doing her thing. and I don't even know who that is. <laughs> ask, ask the intern. Ask the intern. And Ronnie. He didn't know either. Oh, okay. Ronnie doing his thing. I think he did something with TNA. He had one match. It was horrible. And then Snooky has appeared with WWE before. Yeah. I think Wow even did some shit with TNA at one point. 
So it runs in the Jersey Shore family. But, yeah, but there, yeah, because there are clips on on this show. I don't watch it. My sister does, but there's some clips of of him. Uh, I forget what's his name. I know his last name, Zach Clayton. That that there's clips of him wrestling on Dark against Sunny Kiss. Hmm. I don't know. It's it's been a while since I've seen Jersey Shore, and, and and I think it was it was an episode where like Tony Schiavone and the and Paul White were on commentary, and some and the situation was there, and he had and he and like they showed him on camera at the end of the match. And, yeah, I don't know. Um, I hope he's the only one that is actually there from the yeah. Jersey- Forecast. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't bring the situation. No, we don't need the situation. We don't need Polly. I'm naming all these people y'all don't even know. I know. <laughs> I know them. I just don't follow them. Oh, okay. Uh, Andrew doesn't know them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just hope that's it, man. But I'm just real excited about everything WWE is doing. And it's just a great week all around. It's been a very long time since we've been able to say that. That it was truly a week of wrestling that we enjoyed. This is what it should have been. Always. I'm just happy we got it back. <laughs> yes. But there's also a toxic side. Rest. And here is when we come to Billy Batty. So if you don't know who Billy Batty is, neither did I. He's a douchebag. <laughs> so I know this is what I do know because I have it pulled up right here. He used to be on Big Brother. He was on Big Brother UK. I've never seen it. But I've heard what it's about. So, cool. You were on a reality show. Fine. I know he has his own podcast or is part of a podcast. He's part of the podcast with uh, Conan and and Disco Inferno. Okay. Yeah. uh, Keeping it 100. Okay. So, there's been issues. He's had a fair amount of issues. I even have, I don't have all the details because we could easily go an hour just reading about who all he has offended. So I'm just going to pull up a couple of things here. So he made comments towards Alistair and Zelina that pissed off Alistair Black. That's one person you don't want to piss off. Uh, He's made racist comments about Will Washington and Denise Salcedo who, let's just be honest, Denise Salcedo is Hispanic, Will Washington is black. So racist comments about both of them, which they are really good friends with SRS. So you don't mess with his friends. That's going to come into play later. Uh, Made rude, rude and disgusting comments about Scarlett and Carrion made him apologize because they were in the same venue for a meet and greet. 
he made him apologize to Scarlett twice. The first time, because it was, he apologized, it wasn't genuine. So he said, no, you need to do better. Apologize again. Yeah. Uh, he's made homophobic comments. And he made comments about JR's wife when she passed away. And he's made transphobic comments about Nyla. Yeah. So he's a pretty trash person. He's not one to be friends with. And I bring that up because one of the comments he made was if he ever saw Sean Ross Aff in person, he would punch him where he stands. And it just so happens that they were both at Starcade. Starcast. Starcast. Sorry, I wrote the wrong thing. Uh, Starcast. They were both there. Billy claims that he was with his kid, and his kid was in the building, but wasn't around them at the time. So SRS sees him, comes and get in, gets in his face, and pretty much starts saying, you want to make racist, homophobic, transphobic comments. That's not cool to begin with, but you also said you were going to beat my face in as soon as you saw me. You want to talk shit about my friends, talk shit about Carrion and his wife, talk shit about Alistair and Zelina. You just want to disrespect the whole bunch of people when you have no respect built up yourself. Because 95% of the shit he reports is either fake or stuff that he just gets from SRS because he is paying SRS on Fightful Select. He's a member Yes, Fightful Select. Yeah, yeah, we a, a lot of the news I report is from Fightful Select. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm t- I'm telling you just just as it's written. I'm not making up stories. Yeah, so I know the whole confrontation lasted quite a while, and SRS put him in this place. He didn't want anything to do with it. He claims that it was because he had his kid with him, but the kid was nowhere around at the time. Uh, also said because he didn't want to get deported because yeah. he is he He's was from, visiting from the UK. Yes, and we know uh, well, not personally, but we do know a lot of legitimate re- members of wrestling media from the UK. Yeah, you know we we talk about wrestle lot, wrestle talk a lot. Uh, also, there's called a cultaholic and uh, uh, a Kenny McIntosh from uh, from uh, uh, whatever the I forget this show the show is called now, but uh, also uh, Alex McCarthy, Louis Dangor, you know, there's a lot of le- legit reporters over there, and he's yeah. not one of them. Yeah, he's not. So. This really angered me whenever I heard about it because you you want to confront SRS, you want to talk shit, and he's going to get in your face. And he did get in your face, and you did nothing about it. 
a man, which, look, I'm a man. I'm a guy. We're all guys here. If someone threatens us and says hey, on site, I will beat your ass, we're going to, we probably confront this person when we see him because we're not one to stand down and take shit from anybody. But you want to talk shit about Will Washington. You want to talk shit about Denise Salcedo, literally two of the nicest people you could ever meet. Will Washington, again, another guy, so he'd probably defend himself. But you're, I mean, a sorry excuse for a guy, Billy. But you want to talk shit on Scarlett. You want to talk shit on Zelina. You want to talk shit on Denise. You're no man, bro. You're a fucked up person. And that's all I really wanted to say. From what I've heard, this guy actually lives with his mom. <laughs> I mean, I could see it. I don't know how, because, I mean, from what I know, again, I don't know this dude. I don't want to know this dude. I don't care for this dude. But what I do know about him is he does have a wife and a kid. So you have a family to look after. I don't know, man. You just need to step up. It's probably not going to happen because you've proven what kind of a person that you are. But having a wife and a kid, you would figure someone would be more respectful towards other people. Yeah. Uh, and you, you need to just go find something else to do. Stop trying to do wrestling media. Yeah. Media. You know, we've been we've been doing this for a couple of years now. We're still trying to build our name. We wouldn't say stuff like that to ruin no ruin any anything that we, we might have going on in the future. Yeah, it, it it takes a while to get it going, and for someone. To have the chance that he has to try and make something of himself in this wrestling media bubble. And this is what you're doing. Your kid, I don't know him. I don't know much about him. But because of who his dad is, he's running around getting autographs. Yeah. Like fan interviews, like he's getting to meet people backstage that normal people don't get the chance of meeting, especially kids of his age. So he has his foot in the door. Unfortunately, it's because of his douchebag dad. I just wish he would set a, if anything, set a better example for your kid. Because you're not doing that. From everything I've read and from everything I've heard, you're not a good person. Your kid is still young. You can still teach him better ways. I'm not saying he's going to change, but for the sake of his kid, I hope he does. But me personally, again, from what I've heard and from what I've read, 
It's a big old fuck you. He has zero respect from anybody right now. And that's just something I wanted to bring up because we respect Denise. We respect Will. I mean, Alistair and Zelina out there doing their thing. Like, they don't deserve this type of shit. Karrion and Scarlet out there doing their thing. The last thing they need is some asshole like this coming around while they're at meet and greet, meeting their fans, doing autographs and taking pictures, and you just come up and start talking shit as well. Yeah, man. That's not the thing to do. And, and, and SRS doesn't deserve it either. Yeah. Prop, props to SRS for, yeah. you know, like getting in there, standing up for his friends. That's That's what you should do. SRS wouldn't pick a fight, but you put him in that position, and he was ready to throw down. I'm I'm hoping that we get to go to one of these Starcast conventions and and hopefully get to meet him in person. Yeah, one day, man, one day that's gonna happen, and whenever it does, we have a whole lot of shit to say to him. Good shit. Good. Yeah. Good shit. I'm gonna clear that up. It shouldn't need clearing up, but. Yeah, we have a lot of good shit to go back and forth on. So, yeah, it's just something I wanted to touch on because we brought him up before. We we spread a lot of the news that he's he puts out there, and we give him all the credit for it. So, yeah, it was just a fucked up situation he was put in, and I think he handled it the right way. Whether he knows it or not, a lot of people have told him he handled it the right way. Standing up for your friends, standing up for people you respect. That's how you do it. So, yeah, just wanted to touch on that because it was pretty fucked up. And I don't think a lot of people knew the true story, which he did put out there on FICO Select. He wanted to be honest, put the truth out there. And he was hoping Billy would click on it so he would hear him talk about it while he was live. Don't know if he did, but yeah. All, all, all I know about Billy as well is he's had a lot of different Twitter accounts, and he keeps on getting banned. And after what happened at Starcast, his account was banned again. Yeah. So, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's just something I wanted to bring up and. That's all I had to say about it. So now that we've gone through all our moments and spoken on the shows of the week, like always, it is time to stump the brain. Okay. How many FTW champions has there been? Did you say FTW? Yes, FTW. Okay. You're counting the current one, right, too? Yes. Okay. Of course. <laughs> Four. Sure. I think there's been more than that. I know it's, it's Taz. I believe Sabu. I, I am besides... 
Yeah, I can't think of anyone besides Ricky Ricky Starks and now Hook. Oh, hold on. Five. Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Damn, I almost forgot Brian Cage. Yes, that's five, and you got him right. I'm like, like, who are you missing? I mean, look, to be fair, nothing against Brian Cage, but. We forgot about him. (laughs) Yeah, I, I kind of forgot about Brian Cage as well. Of Which course, it's because because that's how the FTW title was brought into AEW. Yeah, and he has potential as well. So yeah, it kind of sucks that he hasn't been pushed as well. But well, still time. Well, once once we get this uh, ROH TV deal uh, off and running, he'll he'll be he'll be presenting a, a great deal. Yeah, with yeah. Prince, Prince Nana and and. Uh, and the embassy or whatever they're called. Yeah. I think a lot of them are going to be put in a better spot once ROH takes off again. So yeah, man, lots of, lots of great shit throughout the week from both companies. We are very excited. We are happy with how things are going. We are back to our normal selves. Little to no rage. (laughs) Imagine that. As to where we started with a bunch of rage, I, I I never thought we would we would be talking positively about WWE for a long time. I thought it yeah. was going to be a long time coming. Yeah, I didn't think this would happen this soon, but I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we're at the spot where wrestling is, and yeah, week by week, it's just going to keep on improving. We're going to keep on righting Vince's wrongs, getting people back, and it's a hell of a time. So, yeah. yeah. It was wrestling too, just to find its way back, and it's not lost its way no more. We're not going to have, we're going to have to rebrand again. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I just made some other shit today. Yeah, but a lot of great things to look forward to in this coming week. (sighs) It's going to be awesome, and we're going to love it. So if you have any questions or comments, Wrestle Lost on Facebook, or now, WrestleLost at (laughs) gmail.com. Remembered. I remembered it. Yes. Yes. The old one. You don't have to type in a long email anymore, any email address anymore if you want to get in contact with us. Yes. That and it's in the works. Uh, The first video should go up at the latest on Monday, but now we also have our YouTube page. So if you want to watch the whole video, you can go on there as well. So maybe next week we may have the podcast on YouTube and Twitch. Yeah, because I've already linked the accounts. So whenever I hit go live, it should go straight to YouTube as well. So go ahead and go uh, once once that first video goes live, go ahead and give us a give us a subscribe. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. Next weekend should be the first one that goes live. So yeah, yeah, definitely go subscribe. There's going to be a lot of stuff coming on there. And, yeah, it's just going to be a great week. So 
Hope you all enjoy the rest of your weekend and see you all next weekend. See you next week. Check you later.